Welcome to Preaching for the Long Haul, a podcast where we hope to shape a vision for preaching for a lifetime. My name is Solomon Muchpal. And I'm Jake Bauer, and today we'll be your hosts. And today we have a topic um, that both Solomon and I are super excited to talk about. It's something we are passionate about and that uh, many of our normal casual conversations end up devolving into a conversation about this topic because it's something that matters to us in our preaching. That is expository preaching, expository preaching. Um, And some of you might be really familiar with this topic. Some of you have probably never heard this word in your life. And so that's why the first question we want to ask today that I will address to you, Solomon, is what is expository preaching? Uh, what, what is expository preaching as opposed to just normal preaching? How would you define expository preaching? Yeah, I mean, that's the million dollar question. Um, but I guess, <laughs> I guess to give it a little bit of context, uh, a lot of people talk about preaching and most churches would have a pastor who preaches, but with, in the thought of preaching, expository preaching is taking our sermons from the text. And I have actually um, the book, Biblical Preaching by Haddon Robinson that we used when we were at school at Moody. And I'll just read his definition. It says, expository preaching is the communication of a biblical concept derived from and transmitted through a historical, grammatical and literary study of a passage in its context which the Holy Spirit first supplies to the personality and experience of the preacher, then through the preacher applies to the hearers. Okay. <laughs> and so that is meaty. Forget that. That very wordy, wordy uh, definition. I think Haddon Robinson is basically getting at that expository preaching is taking the content of our sermon from an actual study of a passage of scripture and the Holy Spirit first taking that that message and that passage of scripture, applying it to our life as a preacher and then taking that passage and then applying it by the power of the Holy Spirit to the hearers. But it's taking what's actually in the text and applying it and not something outside of a text. And so all of the application and the content comes from the scriptures. And I mean, that's, um, I guess that's a quick way to define, talk about expository preaching as opposed to topical preaching or as opposed to doing something like a, lo- a large brush of kinds of different preaching or to just talk about, I mean, just this, just when you're just talking about preaching, there's ways to just jump around the scriptures, but expository preaching is taking a text and taking your sermon um, from that text. But Jake, I mean, I don't know if you have any, um, another thing that you wanna kind of talk about when we talk about defining expository preaching, talk about what is it? Um, and I, I think it's important to talk about what it is first before we talk about the why it's important or, or us talking other things about it. Yeah, yeah, you know, <clears throat> I think one thing that I like about Robinson's definition and even your own touching on it is the idea of it, the scripture being applied to your own life. Um, and that, that being one of the first steps of the sermon, that's a step that if you miss it, you feel it, you know, um, 
and that that actually distinguishes a lot of expository preaching, that it's not just deriving your the ideas from the biblical text, but it's also deriving the actual content of the preaching from the text having impacted your life. Um, that part of expository preaching is actually being shaped by the text. And it's the hardest part. Like I think about that in my own preaching um, and how there are multiple times where I want to preach a text and I just have not you know, it's a text that's been handed to me or a topic that's been handed to me. And, and I haven't reached a point where it's gotten into my own heart and applied itself to me. And it's, it feels like acting up until that point. Um, It feels like you're talking about something that hasn't intuitively made its way into part of your DNA. Um, And it makes all the difference when that happens. That requires a lot of prayer and a lot of meditation on scriptures, which is why preaching can't really be rushed. Um, But I mean, those are my comments about expository preaching. Anything else to say there? Yeah. I mean, I guess really quickly, just even to respond, like what you, what you made me think of and what you were saying was, I think there's like these two tensions of this kind of preaching. One side is this, this kind of preaching where, you know what you want to talk about, about marriage or parenting or about money. And then you, and then you go to scriptures to kind of back up your point, but you already have your content. Um, and so we would say that's not expository preaching because you're not getting what your content from a text, but then also mm-hmm. then there, I think there might be a temptation on the other side to say, well, I have no agenda. I just, I'm an expositor. I preach the Bible and you go and you preach through a whole book of the Bible. But as you're walking through the book of Matthew, you're running commentary with no, but not showing why this is actually applying to your life. And now you're just Mm -hmm. doing a deep Bible study as a commentary, but you're not actually then doing the work of application and which is the job of a sermon is to actually put some flesh onto this text um, into into our lives. And so I I think what you were saying kind of made me think about those those two ends. So you're saying it's not expository preaching to just explain what the text means? I mean, I would say from what we've read in Van Hooser at school in the drama of doctrine, that the spirit of God, as we go to a text, actually every time we go to a text is seeking to do work in our life. And so that in this, that's, I think that's where we can get, we don't, we don't complete the sermon if we don't allow the work of the spirit to actually allow Psalm 23 to begin to change our life specifically, or to take, like, to take the book of Matthew or to take Ephesians 1 or to like, let these actually begin to do a work in, in our lives and to change our lives. Um, that's, that's a revolutionary idea, um, especially in terms of hermeneutics, because you're actually talking about a hermeneutic principle, a principle of how we read the scriptures, is that in the morning when we read the Bible, we don't just read it to understand it. That that's important. It's important to understand the biblical storyline and then to, to, to uh, uh, die to our own lives and bring our lives into encounter with the biblical storyline. But that part of that actually means that the biblical storyline changes our lives, that it's a, a relevant book, yeah. not just information about a different time period. Yeah. Yeah. And that, 
I mean, Van Hooser would say that by the very nature of the scriptures, it is God speaking. As God speaks, he intends it to, to, to begin to shape us to be more like Jesus. Every time you open up the Bible, every time someone opens up the scriptures, God is trying to do a work in your life. And God is wanting for your life to change, even if it's not this external change, but in your heart, your character, your spiritual maturity. Um, yeah, but I guess wow. the next question, Jake, that I, I would have is um, really quickly, why, why, would, why do you feel that expository preaching, specifically expository preaching is important? I mean, we've kind of touched on this yeah. already, but. I mean, this is like the root of a lot of our question because there, there's so many categories. There's so many directions to take this question. I'll take it the simplest route possible. Why is it important that our, our sermons find their main idea from the main idea of the text? Why is it important that the, the application, the illustrations, the, the tension in the sermon all comes from the biblical text and the story that the text is telling? Um, I think it's important because we're not inspired and we don't, we don't change lives. Our words don't change lives. Um, and, and if they do change lives, it's only because the Lord has, has used us. So uh, in, in a real sense, not to be too cliche about it, but if our sermons are not completely rooted in the biblical text, to be as faithful to that as possible. If that's not our objective is to be as faithful to the biblical text as possible. Um, we have nothing to say that will touch people's lives with um, truth from God. And that doesn't even mean that we can't motivate people or inspire people because public speakers do that all the time without the Bible. Yeah. It doesn't even mean that we can't give people great advice. Um, those, those are all things that can happen apart from the scriptures, but we cannot, um, people cannot encounter God without his word and without uh, Jesus working through the preacher that the preacher's message is rooted completely in the scriptures because the word of God is living and active, sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing through the joints of bones and marrow um, that, that changes people again and again and again is God's word. Yeah. Um, and so if you're not, expository if you're not rooted in the biblical text if you're not preaching the idea of the text you are only giving life advice um, you are only giving wisdom soul and it will not be in the nature of the person it will not it will not i mean it's like i think of ezekiel like um can these dry bones live can they sing like they can't do it unless God is the one who speaks the breath into them. And he's going to do that through his word as he's faithfully done. Um, and so that's, that's, there's a lot there, but that's why I think expository preaching is important is because uh, as long as it's, as long as it's in the biblical text, we know that what we're saying is true because it's God's word. Yeah. And we know that it's effective because yeah. his word does not turn void um that it's either hardening hearts or it's softening hearts and it does that every single time that it is preached and that if you preach a garbage sermon that you feel like it was disengaging and your illustrations weren't helpful but it, you still explain the text 
that you've done your job, that it's still at the end of the day, it's, it's accomplished something because it's been in the word of God. Um, do you have any comments there, Saul? Yeah, I mean, I, I think really quickly, it even just reminds me of, I mean, what in our last episode when we talked with Kelsey and how she was just saying how you could have a guy who's not a great communicator and he has a lot of different things that might be a little bit annoying um, about his communication style. But if he's going to the Bible, if he's preaching the Bible, if he's wanting and asking God to speak to people through his word, there will be fruit. Like God's word will not return void. And so, I mean, mm-hmm. I think we, we place all of, our, all of our eggs in the basket of God's word because if it's going to reap any kind of investment, any kind of fruit, any kind of growth, then it has to be from God's word. And so we, we put all of our eggs in that basket. Um, and I, and I, I know, Jake, that we have to kind of end a little bit early and take off here. But I think this is a, a big enough and important topic that we could talk about for so long that I think we should do yeah. two to this episode. Um, and so, I, I think I think... I, I can't object to that. <laughs> I think we should do an expository preaching episode part two and maybe even getting into some of our experience of in our few years of preaching, what has that been like for us and to have to talk? I mean, for you now working in a church, what that's even been like, I mean, doing expository preaching for middle schoolers. Um, and then just even talk about who've been influential for us and maybe talk about even some objections um to expository preaching i think that could be a whole episode of itself so i think this is a good introduction to talking about expository preaching why we think it's important um because it's because it's god's word and we love god's word and as young as we are um if we're gonna if we're gonna be preaching for the rest of our lives i think we we can trust that god will do the work through his word um and and as young men that's the only place where we can't depend on our own life experience um, to, to create good content, but only through God's word um, that we'll be able to run to and find that he's growing to people spiritually. So Jake, I don't know if you have any last comments, otherwise we can, we can wrap this, this first part up. Yes. And amen. That's my, that's my comments. Um, (laughs) I love talking about this with you. I could, again, like I'm excited for, for expository preaching part two, because there's so much to talk about here. So, um, but yeah, appreciate learning from you about expository preaching. Now I'm ready to go preach. I'm excited to preach the word. I'm like, Ooh, this is fantastic. Yeah, dude, I'm so pumped for it too. Well, hey, thank you so much, listeners. You've been listening to Preaching for the Long Haul, a podcast where we hope to shape a vision for preaching for a lifetime.